Welcome to the Barb Cutler Show, live from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And now, here's your host, Marv Cutler. All right. All right. Hey, Bobby, I'm not in, uh, actually in Las Vegas. I'm actually in Boca Raton. So um, in case um, uh, you want to we don't just, um, you know, give anybody the wrong impression that I'm doing a show from Vegas right now. Anyway, let me get, get a few things to talk about. And um, first thing I want to tell you about is a, is a new book uh, from the Education's ARE. Association for Research and Enlightenment. It's the way of knowingness, the intuitive path to your spiritual destiny. A new book from Fourth Dimension Press and renowned author, psychic, and angel channel, Kim O'Neill. Takes readers on an amazing slow growth journey by sharing astonishing new insights on ways to unlock the secrets of one's destiny. Bringing total peace and a deep sense of purpose, happiness, and fulfillment for messages that each individual has their own unique destiny which has been recorded in their soul. So check this out. It's a great little book from Kim O'Neill from AIE Education's AIE uh, and it's called The Way of Knowingness. Um, the Lubavitch Rebbe, uh, Menachem Mendel Schneerson, uh, passed away about uh, 20 years ago and two new books have come out um, about the Rebbe and Rebbe's life. I just want to mention that um, he was a quintessential Jewish spiritual leader, equivalent to the Pope of the Dalai Lama, and and the life and teaching of Menachem M. Stearson, the most influential rabbi in modern history on Hopper Wave books. It's a highly insulting new biography by best-selling author and a screen Judaic scholar, Joseph Tereshkin. Uh Check that one out. And also, if you want to check out another book, uh, that just came out on the Rebbe. It's called My Rebbe. It's by uh, Aiden Steinsaltz. And I'm the process. I haven't finished this one yet, but this is a very interesting book. It tells a really good story um, about the Rebbe. Uh, I just want to mention that the um, he's the only rabbi that received the Congressional Gold Medal that hasn't sort of been designated to him. And the Rebbe from his modest headquarters in Brooklyn taught transcendent words that resonated with people of all faiths. And on 2013, in the night preceding his election to the Senate, Democratic candidate Corey Booker went to the gravesite to pray. So uh, check out these two books, uh, The Rebbe by Joseph Wurskin and My Rebbe by uh, Aiden Steinsaltz. Coming up in Delray Beach, this Thursday and Friday, uh, from 5 to 10 p.m., the Tastemakers, that's the 2014 Tastemakers, and you can taste your way through downtown Delray, um, you can purchase a dining uh, passport for only $30 and, um, and, and one of the restaurants that are on the uh, tastemakers and uh, check out this wonderful, wonderful event. Um, I'll be hanging around there somewhere. You may run into me. And the dining passport Thursday and Friday at the tastemakers at Delray Beach. Also in Delray Beach is uh, one of my favorite um, places for music is the, um, is the Arts Garage. And uh, this Saturday night, the Sultans of String, um, um, they play global uh, sonic tapestry of Spanish flamenco, Arabic folk, Cuban rhythms, and French manouche gypsy jazz. Uh, this is a very interesting group, the Sultans of String, and uh, they'll be playing there on, on this Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Also, on Wednesday, August 20th, and until August 21st, the Philadelphia story of the rightful comedy, something on a social life. 
his wedding plans are complicated by the simultaneous arrival of her ex-husband and a tabloid magazine publisher. It's a, it's a radio theater production. And coming up August 23rd, a blues legend, a Willie Green, a Delta-style blues man, self-taught and both harmonica and guitar, and he's open shows for John Hammond Jr., causing the real deal. John Lee Hooker and Eric Clapton. He's joined by Little Mike and the Tornadoes, who I think I may have on the line right now. Do I have them, Bobby? Yes, you do. Okay. You do. Hello, Willie. Hey, hello. Hey, how, how you doing, doing man? Good to talk to you. Good. I was worried about you because I, I, I heard you weren't feeling too well. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good now. Oh, that's great. And, um... It's going to be great to hear you uh, when you come into um, um, Delray Beach here in Florida. I just want to um, uh, get a little background about you. Um, you're, 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 how old are you now, William? About 80? 79. 79? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, that was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and you've been playing the blues for a long time, uh, the Delta style blues. Uh, tell me a little about yourself and how you got started playing the blues. Well, I, I started off in Fort Lauderdale and I wound up in uh, Otella and then it's kept on, kept on done and so I'm still done it now. You know, I was off for a while, but I'm back on, back on again now. I'm back on again. Okay, and you've you opened for... Um him play it 
and he's got a regular spot in, in Cross Creek at a, at a place called The Yearling, which is just one of the very coolest places in North Central Florida. And I go see him, and I bring my wife out there and, and watch Willie perform his solo act. And we just became friends and started playing. That's great. And um, how long have you guys been playing together? How long, Willie? Uh, Off and on for five years or something? I have to get it ready. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's tough to do this late. We're all, all of us are in different locations. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's tough to get this going right here. But uh, you guys are doing a great job. Hey, look, Willie, Mike, I'm gonna. Um, you guys are gonna be at the um, Hot Garage in Delray Beach on August 23rd. I'm really looking forward to, um, to, to hearing you guys play and uh, getting to meet you guys. And uh, I heard so much about Willie uh, through the years that I really, I'm really looking forward to uh, to listening to Willie uh, do his work. So um, it's just a pleasure having you guys on and. Um, I want to thank you, Mike, and I want to thank you, Willie. Um, uh, Willie, by the way, uh, you play at a, a restaurant, right? Locally yeah. in the Florida? Right. Where, 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 where do you play, Willie? Because, you know, I have um, the shows you heard all over Florida, so I want to make sure my listeners know where they can catch you if they're in a different part of Florida. Okay, yeah. Yelling restaurant. Yelling restaurant. Uh-huh. And where's that? Yelling Restaurant, Cross Creek. Uh-huh. Cross Springs? Cross Creek. Cross Creek. Oh, Creek. See, the, yeah. Yearling, the Yearling Restaurant is located in Cross Creek, right next to Marjorie Keenan Rowland's house. And the Yearling was, uh, is the book, the famous book written by Marjorie Keenan Rowland, which she wrote while she was living at Cross Creek. So, you know, the restaurant is... Uh, the Yearling, that was with the Gary Cooper, right? Yes. Right. Yes, it is. Very famous. Huh. Wow. That's, that's, that's great. That's some great trivia there. All right, look, guys, I'm looking forward to hearing you on August 23rd at the Ascarage in Delray, and I want to thank you, uh, Willie, for coming on, taking your time, and I want to thank you, Mike, especially, um, for getting this all set up for me. I really appreciate it. It was our pleasure. I did it for Willie. Hey, I want to uh, I want to play something by Little Mike and the Tornadoes. How about uh, if I play Payday? Is that uh, yes? Why not? Beautiful song. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks, guys, for being on the show. And um, Bobby's back at the studio. See, we're all in different places. I'm here in Boca. You guys are somewhere else, and uh, and uh, the studios in, in Tampa. And um, through the miracle of telephones, we're all working together. So. Um, Bobby's uh, back there and he's going to play Payday for me and for all my listeners out there. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Marv. And we look forward to seeing you uh, and meeting you when we're there on the 23rd. Thanks, Willie. Thanks, Mike. Uh All right. Good night. Good night, Willie. Thanks.
Made by Little Mike and the Tornadoes, who will be appearing at the Art Garage on August 23rd in Delray Beach, and um, along with the, the, the Delta Blues legend, Willie Green. So I'm looking forward to that concert, and I uh, hope you guys get up there to check these guys out. Right now, I have um, a guest coming on that I'm really looking forward to talking to. Uh, I've heard so much about her, and... Um, uh, she's a martial arts master, and she's a master of the, of cane fighting. And um, Soki Dave McNeil um, told me about uh, Kathy, and I'm just looking forward to uh, talking to her. So here's Cat- Cassie, Kathy Wiz. Yes, <laughs> how are you tonight? I'm great, Kathy. How are you? It's bad enough I can't say your last name, but I, I, I couldn't even say Kathy right <laughs> Well, my last name is uh, Polish, and it's uh, W-I-E-C-Z-E-R-Z-A, and the Z's just freak people out. So uh, I'm also a computer person, and so they Uh like Kathy Wiz, so that was kind of, you know, computer whiz, and it's a lot easier to write. I'm not a computer person, so I, um, as I told you the other day, I, I I don't use a computer at all. I don't even use a smartphone. I'm doing this show with a Blackberry, believe it or not. Well, you know, when you're smart enough, you don't need a smartphone. So, okay. right. <laughs> and 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 right now you're in Music City, correct? Yeah, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been living here now for about 35 years. About as long uh-huh. as I've been doing martial arts. I came here when I was 14 and love it. It's Music City, and it's a great place to be. Right. I had a I had an old friend um, um, who passed away a few years ago. Um, a big, a big celebrity in the music business. He's a friend of mine, and he lived in uh, Nashville. Um, and I'm sure you heard of him, Chet Atkins. Oh yes, yes. Not to have heard of Chet Atkins. I really, I really miss him. But uh, anyway, we don't want to talk music now. We just spoke talk music with um, with Willie Green and Little Mike. So right now, I want to talk about um, Master Kathy Wiz and. Um, uh, is that okay if I say Kathy Wiz, or you want me to say your last yeah, name? Yeah, you can just call me Kathy, whatever. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited Kathy. to be on your show and share with you this information about our system. It's just, it's really a great, great thing. Tell me about your Gojo Shore uh, system. Well, Gojo Shore, uh, Goju, uh, Goju Shore systems is really like three different kind of styles. There's karate and jujitsu, and then the weapon system. And you mentioned Soke, Dave McNeil. Um, he was charged back in, I think it was the 80s, to come up with a legal, practical uh, set of, of weapons to study that um, w- the average person could use as well as a martial artist. And uh, he created the system, nurtured it, you know, brought it up. And I found him in 2001 through a martial arts magazine. I was looking to, I live in Nashville, he lives in Reno, and I was looking to study some weapons that there was some structure to it, because most everything is something someone's handed down from someone else, and, you know, you talk to them two days later, and it's very different, and uh, so much of it is uh, tournament-oriented to be flashy and, and all of that, and I really just wanted something like like I could study and learn and know I was making progress in and have some confidence in. Um and I read his article, and the thing that caught me was at the end, and this was before 9-11, mind you, he said, uh, I challenge anyone 
you know, you can pick whatever weapon you want. I'm going to pick the cane, but I also get to pick the place. And it's on just the other side of airport security. And uh, that really struck me that he had an actual system for studying distance learning and that it was something that was really practical that you could actually carry with you. So I got in touch with him, and I, I became hooked. And uh, in 2011, he appointed me the director of the system, of uh, the weapons system. And, um, you know, it's just something that, that I'm passionate about. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful, you know, I, you know, Dave uh, made a cane for me. And uh, I carry it with me all the time. Um, I feel a little funny sometimes because people think I need a cane to walk, but I really don't. You know, I have, it's interesting, I have a, a torn meniscus in both knees. And um, they wanted me to have surgery, but I, I don't believe in surgery. I'm a holistic guy, so I don't believe in surgeries. But I, I take the cane with me, but not for walking, you know, just right. to have it, you know, for, for self-defense uh, mechanism. I, I had the, um, I didn't take a, a, a course with uh, Dave, but I have, um, you know, one of his beginning CDs um, yeah. uh, that taught me a little bit. Um and you know, I can't, well, and, and, you know, you, you feel comfortable because I'm not a guy that, that that's into guns or any of that stuff. And right. you know, and, and the way the world is today, you know, you need something to protect yourself. And um, you know, cane is very interesting. And um, I, I think it's a, it's a great art. And, and not only is it a, it's great for a self-defense uh, weapon, it's also great for um, um, for you know doing nice movements and, and exercises you can do with, with the cane. Right. I mean, I've studied a lot of different weapons. I, uh, like I said, I've been taking martial arts for 35 years, and, and I've studied a lot of different things, and there's a couple of things I like about the cane. I mean, practically, it is something you carry around. I mean, one of the things Soke said to me once was he was like, you know, if we were doing traditional weapons today, a traditional weapon would be something that's around, so it would be like a weed eater form or a, you know, <laughs> instead of a sword or a nunchuck or something like that. Those were farm implements, bow staffs. Those are things that were actually around. And a cane is something that is that any, you can carry anywhere. And the awesome thing about it initially is that it's non-threatening. You know, it. I, I like to say that the weapons that we study in Gojishore weapon system are kinds of items that start conversations rather than confrontations. Right. Right? Also, and especially also, if you, if you, you need... also get you on the plane faster. What now? Oh, yeah. Well, you can, absolutely. But, you know, the thing about it is if he made you a cane, then you know it's also just like a work of art. Right. You know, and... Absolutely beautiful. I got to tell you an interesting oh, story about, about the cane he made for me. He made this beautiful cane, and... When he called me up and told me it was done, he was shipping it to me, he said, um, I don't know why, but I put six holes in the cane. Hmm. And he said, you know, he said, I have no idea why I did that. Something just made me do it. I've never done that for any other cane. And so I, I, I said to him, you know, I said, that's very interesting that you would do that because one thing is I'm Jewish. And the other thing is I follow um, some um, teachings of um, Native Americans. And mm-hmm. and there's six directions, both Native Americans sure. and, and in the Jewish religion, 
the six directions, north, south, east, and west, uh, above and below. For right. both. And and I follow those um, those directions and a lot of the things that I do. And um, it's interesting that um, he made that cane with the six holes in it for me, and uh, it spiritually, uh, for me, was correct, and he doesn't know why he did it. Right. I mean, the whole the whole system is really about empowerment, um, and it's about you know. I like to think as a martial artist, I don't want someone to look at me and go, "Ooh, that's a black belt. She's dangerous." I, mean, I want them to look at me and see as me a kind, uh, patient, a responsible citizen, parent, employee, boss, you know, spouse. I want them to see me as a, a good person. Um, right. I also can absolutely take care of myself if I need to. But that's not the first thing. I mean, I don't want someone to look at me and go, ooh, she's a weapon. But I certainly can be if I need to be. And in the same way, the cane is like that. No one looks at the cane unless they know me <laughs> and goes, uh-oh. You know, they, they look at it and it's like, oh, well, that's really beautiful. And are you okay? And that's what I mean by starting a conversation. You know, someone will look at it and they go, oh, are you okay? And I go, oh, yeah, this was made for me by my instructor and it's really beautiful and and he handmade this and he does stuff like he puts his heart and soul into the things that he makes so he what sure you does, get yeah. is you know not just something that's a piece of wood it is something that is very durable very strong very uh practical uh but it also is a work of art i mean it's like it's like us as humans we have many facets you pull out a gun, and there's one thing that gun is used for, you know, and you walk down a, a hall and you, you know, pull out a long stick that's straight in, and people just are nervous. You walk down, you have the cane over the crook of your arm, they may not even notice it. And if they do, it's like, wow, that's pretty, wow, look at that wood, you know. And um, it's, uh, as, a, as an actual practical implement, it has made every other thing I've worked with better. Because the weight of the, the canes that we use are a little bit heavier than standard, although you don't have to use those. Um, but it really trains your wrist. It teaches you about balance. One of the nice things about a cane versus, like, you know, a short stick or a bow staff or whatever, you have this crook on the other end behind your grip, and it's a nice counterweight. So you learn to do things not like a big club swinging it, but using... Um, you know, balance and pivot points, and it really teaches you how to minimize your effort and maximize your results. Um, you also learn that along where the crook is, you treat that like the edge, quote-unquote, and then everything you've been learning with the cane translates straight over to edged weapons of any kind. But even beyond that, the other things I like are that that crook gives you a depth that you don't have with a straight stick or anything else. I often have, you know, someone who's who's coming in first time, I'll say, I'm going to, you know, use the shaft of the cane, I'm going to hit it your head, you high block. And everybody will put their hand up to block their head. And they're comfortable they've covered their head. And then I turn the cane around and put the crook end of there, and it touches their head because it's a, a depth. It goes deeper. So it gives you a new angle to look at things. You can use it like a hand, the crook. You can grab and pull with it. And when you straighten out your arm holding the cane, it's longer than even a taekwondo kick. So you've got this really long range that you can do. But also, if you hold it in third position, you know, a third of the way down and another third of the way down, 
you can row it like an oar, and you can do something from as in close as you can possibly get. And I just have never, ever seen something that was that versatile. Um, and also, I could have around my kid, you know, because when I started learning, he was, gosh, let's see, let's see, he's 18 now, so he was young when I started. And uh, that was because it was in 2001, you know, so he was, that was 13 years ago. So he was just starting school. And I wanted to have something that was accessible if I needed it. I had him all, I mean, I have him all over the house still. But I also wanted something that I didn't have to worry about him picking up or, I mean, the worst he was going to do was bonk himself in the head. Um, and, you know, it's very, very useful. Lots of other things, too. I mean, not only does it do all of that, but if I bring someone in, like I was thinking, I come to Florida a lot. I come to Orlando and Miami, and I need to stop in and just see you. I mean, if I spend 30 minutes with you, you walk out knowing how to do something really immediately. It's immediately useful and practical. What are you coming, coming, Kathy? (laughs) I'll work it out with you because I'm excited about, you know, I love, I really, I really love, because it's a martial art, but the system he developed, Master McNeil, Soke McNeil, is just incredible because it actually is like, it's what I call smart. And to me, it's that also means, a good program for um, the senior citizens, right? Oh, absolutely. Right, because it's intelligent. Like, it's intellectually stimulating. Like, you can learn and see how things connect and all this, but it's also immediately practical. And to me, that where those two meet, where it's common sense, it's practical, and it's also, like, interesting and intellectually stimulating, that's smart. And because it isn't using the cane as a club, it is. My mom... Um, my mom just passed. She passed a year ago in June. And um, she, when she was in her set, she was 88. And when she was uh, 70s, in her 70s, she was starting to have a little bit of trouble walking. And uh, she wouldn't use anything to help her. And she wouldn't let anyone help her. And then uh, when I started learning the cane, I said, uh, hey, you know, w- uh, one of my students made her a special small cane for her because she was kind of small, short. Uh, I wouldn't say that out loud if she were around because she'd whack me with it. But um, she uh, she would walk with the cane because, as she told a police officer once, oh, no, 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 I'm fine. This is my weapon. And I was like, no, no, Mom, you don't talk to me. But it took something that was a symbol for her of weakness and turned it into a symbol of empowerment and right. allowed her to do more things, you know. Right. right. But um, it gives you that, that sense of power, that sense of, Really, like I said, especially when you walk out to a plane, you get on the one of the first passages yeah. to get on. <laughs> well, well anyway, you know, right I, after, enough, enough right after, after the oh, tell me, tell yeah. me about yourself and um, about your degrees and um, uh, well, and what I mean, other martial arts uh, you work on besides the, the, uh, the weapons. The Goju Shori. Yeah, I started off in Taekwondo, and uh, I've been doing. I'm a seventh degree. Uh, world certified uh, seventh degree black belt in the World Taekwondo Federation, which just just is uh, the world organization that that handles all the competition in the Olympics. I've done a lot of things with the AAU here in the United States. Uh, was a regional director for Tennessee and Alabama, and one of the top officials uh, for quite a while. Um, I've since more or less retired from officiating. My uh, we we lost our house in the flood of 2010 here in Nashville, and uh, after that, my mom's health started deteriorating, so I kind of stayed more close to home, but I'm still involved with that. My students are 
are, I have, uh, one of the things I'm most proud of is uh, I have 10 currently practicing, working out, teaching, recognize themselves as my students, six degree black belts, which in our system, it only goes till nine in Taekwondo. And I have 10 six degrees right now that are my students that are currently working out. So I've got a rich history of just an amazing group of people who've been with me for a very long time. And, you know, they're kind of like in the way your children are. They're like your pride and joy. Like this is, you know, you look back and go, yeah, this is really, this is something good. Uh, we've just opened up a new school here in Nashville called KSA Marshall Academy. And we're teaching um, two of my uh, former, well, there's current my Taekwondo students too, but they were my students in Miami. Uh, Cat Fitzgerald and his wife, uh, his name is James, but James Cat Fitzgerald, and his wife, uh, Liz Fitzgerald, he's a fourth degree in Taekwondo and she's a third degree in Taekwondo. They also do Jeet Kune Do, which is Bruce Lee's martial art. They do Filipino-style martial arts instruction, and he's been in Aikido for a very, very long time, uh, in addition to our Taekwondo. And then we have a program of self-defense uh, in addition to the Gojushoi weapons that is more about uh, mindset particularly and less about the actual skill set called uh, assert, although skill set is part of it, um, that we're really, really, you know, positive about. And so the school's been open since February, and we're just starting to kick things going really good now. People are finding us, and uh, we're in a part of the city of Nashville off Charlotte where the whole area is being renovated into very uh, community-type part, community type housing, small uh, walking shopping areas and stuff. We're real excited about about all of that. And, uh, you know, Goju Shori is just, weapons has just, it's just been such a big part of my life. My listeners want to um, get some courses in, um, in cane fighting or weapons fighting. Um, you have uh, you have videos available, uh, course, home yes. study courses available? We do. We have PDFs that... Um, you know, I'm going to be sending you some. We have um, video, and we're in the process of, of shooting some more. I've also uh, begun adding the tactical flashlight in there. Again, something very practical, easy to carry, uh, like a six-inch flashlight that has a very bright uh, bulb of 100 lumens or more, typically 200 or whatever, and putting that in there as well. Again, well, something that is... There's a class in that, too? Yeah, I'm working on the material even as we speak to get that ready to wow. hand out and integrate it in. Um, and it's really nice because you can work with that with kids, adults, anybody. And everybody, again, it had to meet for me the criteria of is it useful beyond being a weapon? And, mm -hmm. you know, talking about shining a light in a dark area, I mean, it's just very symbolic as well as everything else, you know. But I wanted to tell you the other the other night I um, we had a, a disturbance outside our house and uh, as we jumped up to to go out and see what was going on without even realizing it I had and, and I am I am NRA certified instructor pistol I have, you know I have all kinds of different things that because as a weapons instructor obviously I need to have knowledge of a, a large amount of weapons and so there's sticks and knives and everything all around the house now my son's old enough and uh, I found my hand my hand on my cane and 
and it was very comforting in a lot of ways that I didn't even really realize until after the fact because I had so many options available, including the option which turned out to be the best, which was coming out there and finding out that there really wasn't anything that was a, a huge problem, and I didn't escalate that by having something in my hands that would have potentially. Um, so, you know, it's, it's um, I just keep, every time I work on it, every time I talk about it, I just get this kind of like, oh, I just, you know, I want people to know the kind of really good things it does for you above and beyond. Uh, funny thing, uh, the other day, I, I keep telling, I keep threatening, I'm going to write a book, 101 Uses for the Cane. The last, the next to last one will be using it as a self-defense item, and the last one will be to walk with. But, you know, I've used it to get stuff out from underneath the couch, underneath the bed. When my son was little, I'd reach back and I'd get stuff. I've hooked all the grocery bags on the hook and carried it in like, you know, a cook with that. I've reached boxes up on top that I needed to get, which I was too short to reach for. Um, and then last, uh, yesterday, actually, I was driving. I have an old K5 uh, Chevy Blazer with a roll-up windows and the little vented windows that you push the button in and turn it so that it lets air in. And it's a wide vehicle. And as I was driving it, I realized the rear, the side view, right side view mirror had come unadjusted. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I pull over and I slide over and I adjust it and I slide back and that's not right. I slide back over and I adjust it and I slide back and that wasn't right. So then I was like, wait a minute. I grabbed my cane. I reached over, hooked the hook behind the mirror, adjusted it in, pushed it up a little bit with the, you know, the rubber stopper on the bottom. Perfect. I was like, okay, well, there's number, you know, 68 or whatever it is now. How do my but, uh, that's if they want to uh, learn uh, uh, weapons fighting? Well, there's gojushore.com, uh, which is Soke's website, which will link them to mine. And gojushore is G-O, as in go, and ju, J-U, goju, which means hard and soft, external and internal. Internal. Shore is S-H-O-R-E-I, which means clear spirit. Gojushore.com. That'll link them to me. I'll also link them to his other things, that the other two systems. Or you can go to gojushoreweapons.com, and that takes them directly to my site where they can contact me. And, you know, sometimes people have trouble spelling gojushore and... So you can also always go to, you know, KSA, uh, MarshallAcademy.com, or send me an email at KW at KSA, MarshallAcademy.com. Okay, and if uh, my list didn't get all that, uh, the show is archived, so they can go to Pantalk1340.com. Absolutely. Show anytime and, and get all that information. Plus, they can talk to you after you and I work a little more, and then you'll be able to just give them my home number, so. All right. All right. Great. Uh, so, did you send me out my uh, my my course yet? It's packing up right now. I was just getting ready to ask you if you have the cane. Beginning, so I'm glad or, you beginning and or intermediate. I'm gonna have. You already have beginning, right? You have the yellow, or do you not? Yeah, I have the yellow. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna send you the orange and the purple and the green. And then I'm going to get you through that, and then I'm going to take you all the way through to your black. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm going to have you test my flashlight curriculum and see what you think about it. I call it flash, smash, and dash. 
Oh, great. You know, that'd be great because I get this great flashlight. I, I can't remember the company I got it from, but it's, a, it's, about, it's about a six or eight inch flashlight. It's very heavy and has three levels of light on it. The, 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 yeah. uh, the highest level is almost blinding. Yeah, well, that's the, that's, you know, uh, part of the idea. I've become a flashlight, well, monster. I have like hundreds of them around the house. So when my son says, well, I can't find a flashlight, I'm thinking, really? Come on. But, um, I like the ones that have double A AA or triple A batteries because that you know everybody can get a hold of those. I like them not to be too expensive. I like never. Yeah, the one I get is rechargeable. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I'm gonna send yeah. you a flashlight. I'm gonna send you some of that, and uh, we're, we're just send gonna be starting. Send it to the patches too, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, great. Hey, look, it's, look, thank it's, you it's so much. Awesome, you, and, and we're gonna keep in touch because if you get into Miami, I'll be here for about another. Another month and a half, two months, until uh, you get a chance to get to, to Miami. I'm, I'm in, I'm in Boca, so I'm not too far from Miami. Right. Well, and then you know, I have to go out to Reno pretty often too. So I, well, I haven't been there often enough of late. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, in case Soke's listening, I, I know I haven't been out there recently, so I know I got to get that going too. So you, you know, you're not gonna be able to get rid of me now. You're in trouble. Oh, oh that's okay. Are you married? <laughs> Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> but that's all, all right. right. I mean, uh, anyway, we're going to keep candy. I can just defend myself. Show. You're, okay. you're, you're a real delight, and it's great having you on, and um, we, we, we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye. Hi. Kathy Wiz and yes, um, her uh, martial arts uh, weapons training. Right now, let's see that. I got something new that uh, came in to me today from from uh, Surf Dog um, Records. It's um, Eric Clapton and Friends, The Breeze, and Appreciation of J.J. Kale. And here's uh, Eric Clapton along with Albert Lee and Call Me The Breeze. <laughs>
sound. That's such a great sound. And um, I want to uh, play a little bit more jazz here. And uh, I want to thank uh, Bobby for doing a great job. He's um, he's my new guy, I guess, on the board. And um, he did some great work uh, not knowing who I am or what I do. And uh, he worked really well with me. And I am really, I really want to thank him so much. Right now, here's a little bit of uh, something by Miles Davis.
I want to thank my uh, great audience out there. I want to say good night to uh, to my uh, love of my life, Joy, um, who uh, everybody knows by now where she is. And um, um, I want to thank uh, Bobby for doing a great job on the show. Uh, it's nice to work with young guys. Um, Bobby, you're not going to believe this. This is my 38th year on the radio. <laughs> So I just want to thank Bobby for the great job he did um, uh, at a moment's notice. Um, he wasn't even planning on doing my show tonight, so he did such a great job. I want to thank him. And, uh, again, I want to thank my, my guests, um, Little Mike, uh, Willie Green, and uh, Kathy Wiz. And uh, until next time, thanks for listening. Have a marvelous weekend show.